Yeah, man, we'll see. We'll see. I mean, Tony, he definitely hasn't been losing to scrubs. I, I, I will say that. That's a fact. Like, Tony's been losing to, like, elites, you know? Top of the food chain, guys. Like, Benil Darius is not a bum, you know? So, <clears throat> but I think... um I think the 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 doubting Tony comes from basically we're seeing Tony like dominated and beaten in ways that we never seen him, you know, beaten like that before. Like, I mean, uh, what Oliveira did to Tony on the ground was crazy, you know, <laughs> what Benil did to Tony on the ground is kind of crazy. Like, I would have never thought that, you know, the Tony that beat Anthony Pettis looked like a freaking killer, you know? And that's the Tony we all know and love, like a complete animal that can hang with anybody, you know, anywhere. But the way he's been losing has been di- just disappointing. And I just think that fans have lost a little faith in him. Like he's kind of like really past his prime. Um, I think he's a little past his prime. You know, I-, I definitely don't think Tony's the same. I think the beating that he took from Gaethje did something to him. It's not so much his age. But Tony's taking a lot of damage in his career. I mean, I'm a big Tony fan. I'm biased in a sense that I want to see Tony win. You know, I want to see Tony win. I want to I want to see him shock the world. And, and, you know, I think he's the underdog going in. I want to see him stop Chandler. That'll be badass, you know. <clears throat> I love him to death. I love Tony Ferguson. <clears throat> Natil says, imagine Tony catches Chandler, rocks him, then quickly puts in the dark super tight that would be freaking amazing let me take a little sip of uh my tea guys one sec i gotta shut this door too hold on one sec guys <coughs> all right i'm back i'm back yeah man tony tony's sick with those dark chokes man he's so tricky that's like his you know if he was like a video game character that, that would be like his special move the dark choke right uh, Torrance says Tony Ferg was on a 12 fight win streak at one point. How can you count the guy out like that? <clears throat> I get he's 38, but dude is a former lightweight interim champ. Yeah, Tony's a beast. He's one of the, I, I mean, I said this before and, you know, it's okay. Nobody has to agree with me. I, I really believe that Tony's one of the greatest mixed martial artists to ever compete in the UFC. I really believe that. Um, he's a future Hall of Famer, in my opinion. He's one of the lightweight goats. <clears throat> Just a beast. Just a beast. Torrance says, I think uh, Chandler will KO Connor. You guys see Connor wants to fight Usman? You guys see that? <coughs> There's like way less painful, way less painful ways to die, guys. <laughs> I'm not saying Connor got zero chance. Um, I was having a convo with my buddy. Um, Justin from um, Sunkiss Podcast. I did a couple of segments with him. Super, super awesome dude. Um, we had like a little personal chat, like via text, like on phone, talking about um, McGregor versus um, Usman. He he believes like Connor could win that fight. He was like, you know, pleading his case, like like how Connor would win, why Connor would win. He was giving him a lot of props and stuff, and it's like, man, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, I think Usman abuses Connor at 170. I'm not saying Connor don't have a shot. I'm not saying that. I give him like a 30% chance. <clears throat> Basically like a third, like a 33% chance to win. 
I think Usman is too damn big. He's too strong. <clears throat> um, I think he would just walk Connor down, you know, uh, just pump that jab in his face. Uh, once he closes the distance and gets a hold of him, I, I just think he would ragdoll him. I think he would he would take Connor down and beat the mess out of him. Like McGregor was saying, <clears throat> he was saying also that Usman is not like a finisher, like with the ground and pound, and he don't really do damage on top. And I'm like, I don't know, man. I disagree with that. Like I've seen him throw some nasty elbows, and Connor being on bottom, I just think, I just think his head would get just elbowed into the mat, through the mat. Uh, let me catch up with some comments, guys. I'm scrolling. <clears throat> it still says they should make Tony versus Nate. I think Tony would slice him up with the elbows. T- Tony versus Nate, that's a great fight. <clears throat> I think they're very evenly matched, especially at this point, you know, in their careers. That that's a that's a banger right there. That's some great matchmaking. Um, both super durable. Good luck. Good luck, those guys knocking each other out. Torrance says, I think everyone is a better grappler than Connor. Um, Josh says, I think Nate would beat Tony, not going to lie. Ricky says, Slam, people are going to call me crazy, but I think Aspinall is the next heavyweight champ. I think it would be Jones. Easy. I don't think that's crazy, Ricky, at all. I, I mean, Tom Aspinall is very talented. He's a really, you know, he's a big heavyweight with, like, great hands. He got a great skill set. He's young. He's explosive. He's quick. Um, and it seems like his head is in the right place. There's something about Tom Aspinall. You know, um, there's something about the guy, definitely. Um, it, it's not crazy to think that at, at some point he may be champ. He reminds me of like Stipe in a way. Like his 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 frame, you know, how his shoulder width. Like, I don't know, like the way his body looks and his movement. We got Brian Hernandez. What's going on, Brian? Yeah, Tony don't look like the same Chandler should handle him. <clears throat> That's what I'm saying, man. I don't know. Like, I love Tony to death. He he kind of, yeah, man, he just kind of don't look the same. He don't look like Tony, Tony, but I hope he turns it around. Josh says, I think the reason Dana is not giving Nate a fight right now is because he wants a Nate Diaz versus McGregor three match um, on his last fight. Possibly, possibly. I'm not really that interested in that fight, guys, to be honest with you. Um, Nate versus Connor three. It's like, all right, if we have nothing else, all right, all right, I'll tune in. But I'm just like, eh. <clears throat> Torrance says that. Uh, and people act like Chandler is some world beater dude. He only has one win in the UFC. <clears throat> He's not that much younger than Ferguson. Natil says, Tony, to me, just looks slower. I really believe time, Prime Tony will, would just let Darius, wouldn't just let Darius maul him. <clears throat> I, I mean, Prime Tony at his best, I, I got him beating Benil. That's just me. I'm not saying it will be an easy fight, but I do think he beats Benil. Brian says, yeah, I've been disappointed. Um... And his BJJ friend now. Yeah, something's going on. And it's like, that's the weird thing because it's like, it's one thing slipping in the striking because a lot of that has to do with, um, you know, timing and speed and whatnot. And if you slow down a little bit, um, you know, your striking suffers. But the thing is, BJJ and grappling is like a little bit more methodical. You don't have to have like that fast twitch muscle thing going on you know you could just be like a little bit slower 
and just the the skill and the strength kind of take over. So I don't I don't know what's up with that. It's I think it's like a mental thing. <clears throat> Tony just got to believe in himself again. I I don't know if he's doubting himself and he's just like hesitant to react. Uh, let me see. Natil says I think Tony just a bad matchup for Nate because Nate's scar tissue he bleeds too easily. <clears throat> Prime Tony's a nightmare, I think, for uh, Nate Diaz. Because Nate's not going to tap him out. <clears throat> Tony's super durable. Nate never had power like that. So, good luck knocking Tony out. Um, it's just not going to happen. Um, you know, the BJJ's going to be like a stalemate. I think Tony's more physical. I think he's stronger than Nate. You know, I think he throws more on the feet. Uh, I got Tony in that fight. Prime Tony, like, and when I say prime, let, let's just say Tony coming in at his best. If he turns back the clock, I mean, I got him winning that fight for sure. <clears throat> Armando says, last two days have been some very rough days being a fan of football. Really, uh, Armando? I don't I don't keep up with football at all, man. I don't, I mean, really, MMA is the only sport that I follow, and I, I follow some boxing. Um, I mean, I don't know. You could maybe throw in some slap fights in there. If you want to call that a sport on YouTube, Slap Fest 2022. Uh, <laughs> I don't really watch that like that. Uh, sometimes I, I, I check them out because they're funny. <clears throat> I saw this video the other day. It was like this little, I don't know. She was like from Norway, this little bodybuilder chick. And she, she had, she had like a match with like this female boxer. And the boxer was like lanky, like a tall lanky chick. And, um, this little like I think she was Norwegian, but she slapped she was slapping the mess out of this girl. Like it was just crazy. She was almost smacking her unconscious. She smacked her mouthpiece out of her head. It was just insane. <clears throat> we got big Rammy in the room. What's up, Rammy? Rammy says, What's up? You into March Madness Slam? I think MMA should do the same thing. There should be one title per uh per week in March every year. It would be so fire. <laughs> no nah, man, I'm not into March Madness at all. Um I'm so freaking out of the loop with every other sport, bro. I'm pathetic. I'm pathetic. Uh let me see. Uh what do we got here? Uh James Vlog says, Hey friend, I dropped a like. Thank you, brother. Thank you. Torrance says, um, I seen Tony Ferguson on Freddy. I thought I thought that was about to say Freddy Krueger. Freddy Krueger's Instagram, um, Instagram live. Freddy Freddy Roach. He was working his boxing with Freddy. He was bobbing and weaving. So I believe Ferguson's stand up defense is going to be on point versus Chandler. I hope so, man. I hope so. Armando says Ro Roach's team has been taking L's lately. Rosado, Paul Stahl. And Cobbs and, and Cobbs was undefeated prospect who had a lot of hype. <clears throat> Armando says, I love Tony, but he's done. <clears throat> Do you think McGregor will make a comeback and win fights? I think it's in him to win, but to be honest with you, Josh, as a fan of like his skills and stuff like that, Connor, I mean, I don't know, man. He says he's focused. They show videos of him training and stuff. I just think the money got to him. I think the money and fame got to him. I don't think he's like hungry like that anymore. So I don't know. I don't know. Nitzel says, when I saw Tony hit the bag and Freddie Roach, I'm not going to lie. He looks slow as fuck. Oh, oh no. He does look considerably slower. Um, 
who do I think his return fight? Who Connor's return fight should be? Well, <clears throat> to break a record and to create some crazy legacy, I mean, Usman would be nuts, but I don't think that'd be good for his health. Uh, Connor should fight, <clears throat> you know, as much as I don't really care to see it, I mean, maybe Nate Diaz is good as like a warm up because Nate's not like top of the food chain like that. And, um, you know, it'd be a fun fight that brings in a lot of money and Connor, you know, could get his toes wet, you know, getting back into game, getting back into the game after that horrific injury. <clears throat> so I don't know. It's tough. It's tough. Armano says, um, uh, Tom Aspinall impressed me, man. <clears throat> I thought Volkov was going to beat him because I thought it was too soon for Tom to fight a guy like Volkov, I wanted Tom to win, but glad he did. Glad he did, but he dominated. <clears throat> yeah, thinking about that fight. Actually, I didn't see it, Armando. I didn't see the fight. Um, I just kind of read the result and whatnot. I would love to uh I would love to check it out. But um yeah, Volkov is no joke, so you know that's a great win for Aspinall. Natal says, Do you think Kobe can take down Habib? Um, uh, I mean, I think it's possible. I mean, I, uh, I think Habib is like, Habib's been, I mean, Kobe's probably been wrestling since he was a kid as well, but I think Habib is the better wrestler, if you ask me. And, um, I think it is possible that he takes him down, but it's kind of like good luck, you know, controlling him or holding him down. I, I definitely think that Habib could take Kobe down as well. Uh, Kobe, Kobe may do really well. He may be he may do really well in the grappling uh wrestling department with Habib because he got great scrambles. He's like soup he's quick, man. He's quick. He got great cardio. <clears throat> Armando says no one has beat Volkov the way Tom did last Saturday. That was insane, man. Okay, so I gotta watch it. It was a straight up domination. James Vlock, uh Shamrock was a legend. He was a legend, definitely. Wh- which one are we talking about? Ken or uh Frank? I think they're both legends, to be honest. Natil says, Jorge caught Kobe slipping. He sure did, bro. <clears throat> he sure did. <coughs> I'm surprised we haven't even brought that up yet. Well, you just did, Natero. Um, it's just, it's just like so many layers to that. Because it's kind of like, he did sneak him. He did sneak him. But he warned him like probably like five times. He said he's going to catch him. You know, he said he's going to catch him on the street. Wherever he sees him is on site. So being Kobe getting kind of tipsy in a restaurant, not really looking around or watching your back, that's definitely his fault. He should have been <laughs> like a little more watchful if you got people coming after you like that. And it's not just Masvidal. It's 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 other people that want to get him. I don't think that this is over. I think this dude has said so many, you know, so much disrespectful shit you know, to people and, and cultures, you know, I think, um, there's quite a few people that want to see Kobe, you know, but Masvidal, you know, you got people that say on site, I mean, he, he really meant it. He really meant it. I, he's really about that life, you know, but was disappointing. I'm not going to lie. I don't want to be on a pedestal. Um, I'm not tougher than Masvidal, but I'm going to tell you right now, speaking from, my heart and the truth i wouldn't sucker punch anybody that's just me i would not do that call me naive i got maybe some naive sense of honor even in a street fight i wouldn't do that so i thought that was kind of weak when he rolled up on him and he has some dudes with him 
you know, even though the dudes, the people didn't jump in, but still the presence of like a lot of people, you know, <clears throat> it's like an intimidation thing. But um, there's a lot of layers to it. I mean, Kobe should have been, first of all, he shouldn't have ran his mouth in certain ways because even though he didn't bring up Jorge's kids, um, he didn't he didn't trash his kids per se, but he brought them up. <clears throat> you know what I mean? So, you know, you talk about you bring up someone's family or kids and their relationship with their kids. That's that's crossing a line. Biggie says I am high on gone, and he went uh, twenty five Volkov. I think Blaze is really a good, and he went twenty five Volkov. Tom finished him in less than five. Oh shit. <clears throat> Less than five minute finish for Tom Aspinall. I'm telling you, Tom is the future. That is, that is insane. James, who's Fader's retirement fight against? I have no idea, bro. Um, he, you know, he should definitely think about hanging, think about hanging it up. He's had such an amazing storied career. He's beaten so many like UFC contenders and champs, and you know, it's it's a shame he never made it to the UFC. They were so close. I remember the days of. Uh, the negotiations and Fedor was saying that I think it was like a money issue and it was a disrespecting like Fedor felt disrespected by Dana because Dana's like pretty abrasive as we all know so um but yeah still what I mean an amazing career <clears throat> I think Fedor is one of the goats I mean I got him GSP obviously Anderson Natil says did Marlon Marais retire I mean that was like the assumption but I don't think he did I don't think he did. I could have swore I saw something. I don't know if it was a post by him that, um, you know, he made it very clear that he's not retired. Unless, unless I'm seeing things that I'm crazy. <clears throat> uh, Josh says, do you think people can have a natural good ground game? Because I have made my friend tap out multiple times and he is a high school wrestler. And he's been going to jujitsu for three and a half years. That's pretty amazing, bro, if you did that. Um, yeah, I think, of course, man. I think people can have natural like abilities with uh striking and grappling you know if you're a naturally strong person um you're probably gonna have like a good amount of success in wrestling by default <clears throat> you know what i mean there's certain just like physical attributes that are gonna like assist you um if you're a really strong guy there's some submissions that are more catered to uh like strong people like key locks kimuras, you know um Obviously, there's a lot of technique to them, but that, you know, those are like strongman submissions as opposed to like heel hooks and chokes. You know, the highest, the highest percentage submissions are like chokes, you know, for you to land them. Um, chokes anybody could get, you know, I think Helio, Helio Gracie, Helio, I think that's how you pronounce his name correctly. Um, you know, one of the founders of BJJ. You know, he talked about, and I I think Hickson talked about it as well. Like, um, when you're going against a bigger guy, like, don't try to go for like joint locks because somebody could be so powerful, they could even power out of stuff, you know, but you can't power out of a choke. You know, you you just can't. So if you get somebody's back, get them in a rear naked, it's a wrap. James says, yeah, you should never bring family into it, referring to the Kobe talk. Yeah, he should. Yeah, that, that's, he should have never did that. Natil says Tom is overrated. Uh, watch Ty to Avasa sleep him. Oh wow! They is that is that one they're trying to book Ty versus uh Tom? That'd be a banger right there. That's a that's a good matchup. Amano says 
<coughs> yes, Slam, you got to watch Tom destroyed Volkov on the feet and took him down easily and submitted him with an arm lock. Not too many people tapped from arm lock slam. That was crazy. He did whatever he wanted. Was it a key lock, bro? Um, or an Americana? It's the same thing. Or or was it like a was it a Kimura? Or was it like a straight arm lock? You know, when the arm is like straight, you grab the wrist and you kind of you kind of bend the joint on your arm. There's so many different arm locks, but I'll check it out. I'll check it out. Uh, Pineapple Tristan wouldn't be shocked. What's up, Tristan? Torrance says, let's talk about the Justin Gaethje Oliveira fight. Ooh, that's a banger right there. <clears throat> Guys, I did I did the breakdown for that. You know, um, it, man, it was really hard picking a winner. It was it was really hard picking a winner. It's so close in my mind. Um, ho- hold on one sec, guys. Let me just tweak something real quick. Uh, okay, I have to get rid of something on screen. <clears throat> testing, testing. All right, we're still good. All right, so um, the Gaethje versus Oliveira fight. <clears throat> Like I said, that's a crazy matchup. Both of these guys could finish each other. I think Charles could stop him on the feet with strikes, you know, similar to what uh, Poirier did. Like, if Poirier did that, definitely Dubronx could do it, especially Dubronx 2.0. His Muay Thai in his stand-up is looking so damn sharp. That dude is so confident in his stand-up, and it's, like, almost there with his ground. If he gets a hold of Gage, he could take his back standing. It don't even have to hit the mat. He could some, he could work his way around and take his back standing, which is just as bad. Um, <clears throat> Charles got a lot of ways to to win, but Gage such a dog and he hits so damn hard. I think he has like what twenty two fights with like twenty knockouts. It's some crazy shit like that. It's like a ninety percent KO ratio. So <clears throat> it shouldn't be a shocker if he just cracks. Charles Oliveira knocks him out. I mean, in the first round, it's it's very possible. Like even in the second round, and um, when when Gaethje's fresh, I mean, good luck taking him down. You know, he got that deep wrestling background. He's very strong. I don't think Charles is gonna take be able to take him down like that. But <clears throat> it's a great fight. It's a great fight. And my original breakdown, like a year ago, I picked Gaethje, and the current one, I also picked Gaethje, but it was like close, super close. Most of you guys pick Oliveira. Like I'm I'm like 90% of you guys in the comments. I was like, holy crap. Like, like we'll see what happens. I, I might be like really off on this one. <clears throat> but like I said, it's super close for me. Bikram says, uh, what up, Bikram? I got Gaethje by KO in the first round, but Charles proved me wrong before. <clears throat> it's gonna be a good fight for sure. <clears throat> That's what I'm saying, bro. I, I feel the same way. Like, Charles has definitely proved me wrong. I doubted him. I doubted his chin before. And, um, you know, but I, but I tell you what, though, he can't keep fighting like a Terminator. Like, he keeps just walking forward, you know, eating bombs. And I know he's gutting it out. I know he's super tough. I know he has a lot of determination to win. But you're also only human. And Chandler almost got him out of there. And, you know, when you get cracked like that and rocked, it's kind of like your chin meter and durability meter, like, permanently goes down a couple of notches. So, he may be a little bit diminished from that fight. Or, you know, um, who else he fought? It was, uh, oh, it was Gaethje, too. He got into, like, um, not Gaethje, um, Poirier. He got into, like, a battle of Poirier. Like, what, to, like, the third round, right? So, <clears throat> you know, 
Every time you take damage like that, you're a little bit lesser of what you were. And now he's coming into a fight with a with a dude that has crazy knockout power. So I don't know. I don't know. James says, Ilio Gracie challenge anyone back in the day in a wrestler, sh- uh, in a wrestler shoot wrestler beat him. Or shoot wrestler. And because Ilio and his brothers felt embarrassed the next day. <clears throat> Well, those shoot wrestlers have submissions and submission defense. They're very tricky. Like Josh Barnett is from that cloth. That's like his background, shoot wrestling, uh, catch wrestling, shoot wrestling. He calls it catch a can or some, something like that. Something weird. Beacom says, do you think Chandler beats Tony? He could beat, uh, he could get instant title shot or should, or should fight the loser of Islam versus Benio. Um, so if Chandler beats Tony, should he get an instant title shot? <clears throat> I think um give him the loser of <laughs> give him the loser of Islam and Benil. That's that's my that's that's my opinion on that. Um he had a crack. I mean Tony at this point being on that losing skid, I don't think beating Tony right now warrants like a title shot, you know? And Chandler hasn't necessarily been doing great himself. Armano says Charles just has zero head movement. If he has first round like he did against Dustin Oliveira is getting sparked, man. He can't take punches like that against Justin, but Charles striking is good also. <clears throat> yeah, man, that's true. Like, that's what I'm saying. Like, Charles got great striking, but um he just marches for like a terminator and he's he's okay with like eating shots to to you know to to give shots and um like I said, if he does that to Justin Gaethje, Gaethje loves that. <clears throat> if you do that with Justin Gaethje, you're you're just playing into what he loves. Because Gaethje has a way of... Um, his timing is amazing. Like, Gaethje's counters and his timing. How he could just, like, wing a hook or an uppercut, like, in an exchange. Um, I think I've seen him do, like, pullback like knockouts or like pullback uh bombs so like he's in the pocket with you he'll just like slip something real quick he'll he'll like anticipate where you're gonna throw and he'll just like just dodge it and he'll throw like some kind of a looping hook um he he loves it man his timing is incredible and um yeah if, if oliver gets into a slugfest with him in the first or second round i think he's gonna get slept too 100 percent Nato says Patty Pimblet is gonna get slept soon. <laughs> I didn't see his fight. How did he do? Was he like dominant or was it like did he like eek by? No, he stopped, right? Didn't he stop his guy by like uh TKO or something? No, submission. It was submission. Nato says Shannon might have the worst IQ in the fight game. <coughs> well, he definitely fights to the crowd, which is not smart. I'll say that. Um, you know, you should, you should fight intelligently, but it makes for exciting fights. I was going to say one thing about, um, oh, Patty Pimblett. So what do you guys think about the whole Patty Pimblett situation? I know he was, he was bitching that, you know, he got 12 to show 12 to win. And then they gave him like a bonus. I think it came out to like 85 K or something like that. $85,000, which is not a bad payday, but he deserve he he believes he deserves a lot more because he believes he's like a big draw. I don't know what the numbers are to be honest with you, but I think he's popular. I, I don't think he's a star like that. I may be wrong, 
but he's a UFC newcomer. He's not like a household name like that. So maybe, you know, he definitely deserves more than 12 to show, 12 to win. You know, maybe give him something like, um, again, he's a, he's a newcomer. You know what I mean? Maybe give him like 50K a fight, you know? And then, um, and then like a win bonus on top of that. But, um, <clears throat> you know, he's not like a big star yet. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe to the people of, uh, he's from Ireland, right? Maybe to the people of Ireland, he's, he's just huge, 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 huge. And, um, maybe he does bring in a lot of eyeballs. I don't, I don't know. I'm not privy to the numbers. So Armando says, Justin's also kind of chinny. Sorry, guys. There's some sirens out there. Justin's kind of chinny. Um, he's rocked in almost all of his fights. Oliver can catch him too. <coughs> uh, Natil says, who told Dan Hooker to move to 145? What the fuck? He, he would do amazing at 170. I agree with you, bro. Like, I said the same thing. And um, I was going back and forth with some people online. And maybe I shouldn't even do that because a lot of these people are just trolls and just, they're just stupid. You know, like I had somebody say something stupid to me the other day. Um, it was regarding Jorge Masvidal's situation. And he was saying something like that. I said to kick John Jones out of the UFC for his street antics or whatever he's doing. And it's like, first of all, I don't remember ever saying that. And if I did, I mean, you got to kind of compare, um, you know, everything Jones has done <laughs> throughout his whole career compared with Masvidal. Masvidal's had like what? The two-piece, three-piece Minnesota incident and then this. John Jones, you know, I'm going to say allegedly, I guess. I'm just using that word allegedly. Beat his girlfriend, you know, had the 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 car crash incident. I think, what, what, the pregnant lady or something like that. He's had so many incidents. But I don't think I said to boot him out of the UFC. I just said that you got to make an example and um, punish him on some level. You have to. But let me go back to Dan Hooker real quick because I go out like on these rants. <clears throat> Dan Hooker should have never went to 145. I know he was 145 before, but that was before. You know, it's like if you're getting hurt and knocked out and dropped now at 155, like how are you, how are you going to do better at 145? That 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 shit doesn't make any sense. You're going to be more drained, you know, more dehydrated and affect your durability. That's just nonsensical. Like who, like, I don't understand like why these guys do that. They, they drop some fights and they think it's a better idea to drop down and get like super drained out and skinny, <clears throat> you know? And it's just, it's just like the go-to now you, you, you lose a couple of fights and it's like, Oh, drop down. That's the answer. I'm going to dominate. No, not really. Sometimes how about plugging the holes that you have in your weight class, fix what's wrong, you know, uh, maybe like little tweaks where it's going to take you to the next level or move up. You know, sometimes moving up is the answer. You get bigger, stronger, more durable. And Dan Hooker, he's like six feet tall. He definitely got the frame for um, 170. He probably would be healthier. He probably would be like way more durable. He's going to hit harder. You know, you see him in the gym against Adesanya. He looks like thicker than Adesanya when he's not cutting. So, yeah, I don't know. That was a bad move. But anyway, guys, um, it's been about 40 minutes. I got to cut this one a little bit short. 
I got some things I got to do uh, before the night is up. I might be back later, though. So if you guys are available, you get the notification. Um, yeah, I might hop on a live later. So, uh, But thank you so much, guys, for hopping on as usual. You guys are the best. Uh, truly appreciate the support. Um, you guys have a good uh, nice night or day wherever you're at. And if I don't catch you later, uh, everybody take care, right? Stay safe. Later, guys.